calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hi, I'm Alexis Ohanian. You may know me as one of the co-founders of Reddit, but more recently, a large part of my identity is being a father to my wonderful daughters. In my podcast, Business Dad, I hope to open the conversation about working parents a bit. You'll get to hear from a wide range of business dads, from Rain Wilson and Guy Raz to Todd Carmichael and Shane Battier, to find out how they balance being a dad with a successful career. Business Dad is available now, so be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. another exciting day at we stand together <laughs> we are the professors of pop culture it's so true we're smart people talking dumb topics and that beautiful voice you just heard well that was caitlin bits guy hi 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 and you're hearing my co-host lauren brickman oh hello there um you might be surprised based on this intro that people have actually allowed us to teach at the college level like we have yeah, master's I mean- degrees they they they've even paid us it's it, it, and they keep paying me for some reason i can't actually wrap my head around the fact that like they keep letting me come back and i keep collecting a paycheck i think it's a social experiment at this point at this point it seems like it um but if you're wondering if we taught classes about pop culture or if our degrees are somehow in pop culture no no, no. we've earned those on the streets we have um but because we've taught at the college level because we like pop culture we are the self-proclaimed professors of pop culture and this is an academic symposium about said topic, pop culture. That is. And, you know, each week we are diving in deep on the world of standum. And mm-hmm. if you're listening for the first time and you're like, okay, this word stand, was it a misprint? Did they mean we stand <laughs> together? No, we meant stand. And Caitlin, what is a stand? Stan is an overzealous or obsessive fan of a particular celebrity, you know, or a show, a movie, a franchise. A designer could be anything. Could be anything, and because we we love education, we we got some examples for you, Caitlin. What are you standing right now? 
Okay. This is an obvious one for me because mm-hmm. I think I've done some that are off brand and cuckoo lately. Okay. But this one is a classic. <laughs> it, it's the Chicks. The formerly chicks. known as the Dixie Chicks. They're back with their new album, Gaslighter. It's amazing. It was like one of those things where I was actually kind of scared to listen to it because I was yeah. like, what if I don't love it? Like, then what? Yeah. And they haven't done a new album in 14 years. So it's- you'd be waiting a while. Yeah. If you didn't like it. But luckily, I love it. It details <laughs> Natalie's um, now, I was going to say deteriorating marriage, but it's quite done. <laughs> it has deteriorated. Um, oh, and no. the, uh, well, that's the best possible outcome if you're yeah. a Chicks fan to hear that one of them got a divorce. You're yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. And her husband cheated on a boat, which is a recurring theme in multiple songs. <laughs> and you know that I love the water. You do. You do. You do. You gotta. So that's really keeping me in standum this week. How about you, Lauren? Well, you know what? I am I am fully embracing a standum that it's it's been out there. But I was like, to be honest, I was a little um overwhelmed by this standum because it felt like it was a standum that had just like it was so it's so massive right. and it has felt like what's my entry point? But mm-hmm. I am finally fully on board for K pop. Like I, I, and I, you know, I've had students talk about K-pop a lot in my classroom. I've, I've sat through a lot of, um, speech, informative speeches on K-pop, but I always felt like, how do I, how do I start my journey with K-pop? And, you know, I'm all in. I am all in. We've been having a lot of K-pop dance parties in my online. Well, I'm teaching improv for teenagers right now on the internet. Sure. Which is, you know, a very normal thing that happens. And the teens love K-pop. And I love K-pop now. And I love K-pop fans because of all of the social justice they're doing. Totally. And they are hardcore stands. They are elevating standum to something else. Like, I realized how much more I have to learn about standum through the K-pop stands. Yeah. They're teaching me every day. And so, shout out to K-pop. And specifically, shout out to K-pop stands, though. Like, as much as I like the K-pop music, I think I'm in love with the stands more than anything. Wow. Yeah. That's what I'm standing this week. That's amazing. You know what we always stand around here? Five-star reviews. Oh, yeah. Five-star reviews. That's what we like, Lauren. Remember? We love them. We got a new one from Hey Swanee. The subject is a cool breeze in hell, period. (laughs) Truly, maybe the best title of any of these we've ever read. And they say, as someone who consistently fails at pop culture, I was hesitant about diving into We Stan. But Caitlin and Lauren are not here to judge anyone for having to Google Penn Badgley. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're not. They are fantastic professors, and my pop culture education has been a GD delight since the first episode. The ladies show up every week with some great and hilarious lessons that we will take your mind off the terrible times we're currently living in. The thoroughness, the thoroughness, excuse me, of Lauren's research into the Deborah Messing Megan Mullally feud is truly <laughs> inspiring, and Caitlin's devotion to the work personal life of Jillian Anderson has made me believe in love again. Five stars. <laughs> Highly recommend. <laughs> Thank you, Hey Swanee. That wow. is a delight. That's it. I'm giving a five star to that five star review. Absolutely. And if you want to get five stars from us, please just leave a review on the old podcast app. Just put put a, a few kind words. We don't. We won't hold you to the high standard of Hey Swanee. But she does get an A plus. A plus. She's graduating with honors. 
Yes. And and I have to say, not to derail, but she did mention Jillian Anderson. I didn't first. Um, one of the X-Files stan accounts I follow has uh-huh. found Jesus this week. <gasps> Where was he? <laughs> not on her Instagram feed, but now he is. Wow. What so a twist. It's It's been a journey. Everyone's just going through it. You know, we're all just trying to get by any way we can. I, I, I have to say, I almost made my stand of the week pillows because I recognized earlier today that when quarantine started, I had four pillows. Mm-hmm. I counted today. You can't even begin. Okay. To, how many pillows do you think are on my bed now? I started, started with four. I had four in March. It's now early August. Eight. What do you think? I have 18 pillows on my bed. Lauren Brickman. Lauren Ann Brickman. <laughs> Lauren Ann. Eighteen pillows now. Lauren Ann, is there a mattress under there? Yes, I really, I really. I'm worried about you suffocating in your sleep. I'm worried about it now too. But I just felt like I wasn't. I I said I wasn't going to talk about it, but I feel like I have to talk about it. It's just I'm looking. I can see them right now. They're all staring at me. (laughs) Lauren, I know. They're I'm not sorry. sentient, but but we have to worry. Don't feed them after midnight. You know what? Something that is sentient and something that loves a midnight <laughs> snack, but is also a goddamn delight. I'm super excited about today's guest. I think today's guest is one of truly the most naturally and like effortlessly funny people I've ever met. Please welcome Angel Yao. Oh my god. <laughs> Thank you. Hi. Hi. I mean, I, I, I'm a huge Angel Yao stan. I'll say it. I'll say it yeah. loud. Yeah. We're Yao stans in this house. And yeah, what's your favorite hit? No, favorite hit of Angel. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite hit of Angel, I can't reveal just yet because we're going to go into my favorite hit of Angel a little sure. bit later. My favorite B would... side is that you love to eat lobster. That's my favorite mm-hmm. B side. B-side. Mm-hmm. I, I would say uh, my favorite B-side is that at our live show, you were the only person who figured out how to change your background and did it at highly comedic moments. Oh, yeah. There's yes, that yes, too. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Love to get technology. And <laughs> you know Angel's important because we've brought her in for truly one of the biggest topics there ever could be. Yes. Today, we're going in. We're going all in on boy bands. And to just be clear, for those of you at home that are like, okay, what actually is a boy band? Well, boy band is a noun. Uh, and, and, you know, if you need any further explanation, well, a boy band is a pop group composed of attractive young men whose music and image are designed to appeal primarily to a young teenage audience. I think the most important words here are attractive, designed, teenage those are the buzzwords there yeah (laughs) now angel is an expert on boy bands is there anything that definition left out or um no no okay i think maybe distinct personalities but that's part of like the charm yeah (laughs) right 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 right. absolutely um you know Mm -hmm. angel we always like to put our listeners at ease and help them understand how we are experts like with it's not enough to just tell them we're experts we have to share so like we always share some credits like caitlin what are your credits this week to prove your expertness truly every other week is a wild journey for me putting together these credits and this one was just overwhelmed with how many Mm. i had okay um 
as you know, Lauren, I have attended the mixtape tour in Newark, New Jersey, which yes. featured uh, <laughs> um, New Kids on the Block. Yes. And uh, I also have worked with uh, Chris Kirkpatrick on a UCB mm-hmm. show, which was truly a delight. I, I I really think about it as a career highlight that I got to direct him. And he was so funny and like understood things so quickly, which <laughs> frankly, like professional comedians usually don't. And yeah. I don't know if you guys have had that experience in general. Sometimes it's really disheartening when people from other um, disciplines, if you will, get, <laughs> get comedy faster than the people that like get paid to do it. It's very yeah. disturbing. <laughs> but he was he was great. I loved him. He came to McManus with us afterwards mm, mm. all around. Like, I also worked sort of near, I'd say near the Jonas Brothers, not okay. with, but near them. Wow. Uh, I may have mentioned Tense. this on the pod before that I used to work for ESPN mm-hmm. and they had, this was at the height of their popularity and they, the Jonas Brothers had a softball team that they took very seriously. Mm-hmm. So they played the stars of ESPN, like the anchors and stuff. Yeah. And they had like full uniforms that they had made. They called themselves the Road Dogs. And like the ESPN anchors just showed up in like shorts and stuff. Like it it was really wild. And they had thumb rings that said, don't text and drive. That's amazing. And you know what? I still don't to this day. Thank you, <laughs> yeah. Joe. Wow. And congratulations to uh, Joe Jonas on becoming a DILF. Oh, yay. Welcome to DILFdom. <laughs> well, you know, my credits are similar but different. Um, similar in the sense that like I know Caitlin went to the mixtape tour because I also went that night. Right. Um, we and I actually I'm currently sitting on the very expensive hoodie I bought that night. Um it's Yeah, un- that was you went insane. I I lost I not only lost my mind, I lost my license inside the Prudential Center that night. Um, oh my god. But Caitlin, you forgot one of your credits, which is a couple of weeks, months before that, we saw Joey McIntyre on Broadway in Waitress. That's true. Um, and news alert, he's hot still. He was great. He was so he, hot. He was great both in the concert and, and in Waitress. And, and and great at exuding sexuality. So good. So hot. Um, but I guess my other uh, credential is like, I've just been a stan since like the early days. Like, yeah. And, you know, anyone listening to the podcast, be sure to check out our Instagram because I will be sharing some photos to prove to you all that I... I've been living the stan of boy bandom since I could walk. Uh, so I've got photographic evidence to sh- prove that I've been showing up for boy bands forever. So it's wild. I-, I can't wait for you guys to see this. And please check out our Instagram at We Stand Social because the pics of baby bricks and as she started her journey to becoming a stalker, it's... Mm-hmm. It's really something. As you all know, I am one thirsty woman. And turns out I was a thirsty <laughs> toddler, too. Yeah, you went to toddler jail for I did. I will I actually did go to toddler jail because I threw a temper tantrum when my mom didn't buy the right new kids on the block doll. Um oh, she came, she gosh. dared to come home with the wrong one. Um and I got I threw a temper tantrum and I did go to toddler jail, which is time out. Um <laughs> but I had all the swag. I had the blanket, I had the stickers, like I had NKTOB for days. The blanket is really real. Yeah, I remember having, I remember wrapping myself in that blanket when I had chicken box, you know? Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Thank God you didn't have to do a velvet 
teen rabbit situation. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> yeah. Angel, what are your credits? How did you become mm-hmm. an expert? How did how did you go from just being, you know, a fan to an expert on boy bands? Right. Well, um, I'll just, you know, I'll just list them out. They're, they're a little different from yours. Um, but, uh, let's see. I went to a Backstreet Boys concert, wow. um, in Nassau County, oh. uh, with my dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> I went to an insane concert at Jones Beach with my dad. Oh my. Um, <laughs> wow. You and your dad on Long Island. Yeah. Wow. Because, <laughs> you know, I was young. I can't go by myself. And, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't have any friends to go with me. So I had to be with my dad. <laughs> Um, let's see. I um, I wrote a fan fiction, uh, Backstreet Boys fan fiction. Um, just a little like sample of it is um, I, the like the part I remember the most is I faint in a bathtub and I I go into a dream world and that dream world is with the Backstreet Boys. Wow! And then I could only see and interact with them in my dream world, so I would like faint a lot and then. It's like, oh, is it reality or, or my dream? Like, is it mixing? Like, that, that was the. That was wow. The <laughs> I mean, that is so iconic because I love how teens' brains work, where. Yeah. Th- or I actually assume you were a teenager. Maybe you wrote this last year. Um, but where it's like, well, I can't just write something about me hanging out with the Backstreet Boys. I have to justify it. Totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like, now it's realistic. <laughs> Yeah, wow. yeah. Yes. but you know i've also written boy band fan fiction because i did write a uh jukebox musical about in sync uh, basically for myself yeah only one person has ever read it, it. <laughs> no i i kind of thought about i just i wrote it kind of I, I do a lot of writing projects like this where i sort of write in a fugue state and there's no and and often those things are performed or mm-hmm. um a lot of them come to some more more important end than what has happened to this. Yeah, uh, which is one person. Shout out to Molly Khan. Read it, uh, and then I was just like, oh, I I can't do anything with this. I don't know why I did this, but it was fun. <laughs> at some point, you're gonna have to let me read it. Oh, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. let you read it. I don't think it's bad at all. Yeah, um, I think it's yeah, you know probably maybe... the greatest work of literature of all time. Um, maybe we should do a live stream staged reading of this piece. I would love to do that. It is kind of, here's the problem. It's like a borderline thing. Like, I think people will think I wrote it in like 1999 and like yeah. laugh and I'll be like, but actually, no, like it's good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's, I think we need to just like bite the bullet and like put it out there and see what happens. I'm not against, I'm not against, you know, listeners, let us know, what, yeah. you know, if you want to hear this, who you would want to be cast. Yeah. We need to hear from you. If you think that this needs to happen, uh, slide into our DMs at we stand social or email we stand social at gmail.com and tell us demand, actually demand that Caitlin put it on and tell us who we should cast. I mean, I'll try to Can you get cast Chris. original. Yeah. yeah I'll try to get Chris. <laughs> but yeah. I'll get Chris to play Joey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Chris Kirkpatrick, <laughs> um, I, my only request is that we we recast the role of Justin Timberlake. Hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. I think he, he's busy being a secret dad. Yeah. Ooh, a secret dad. Uh, these dilfs. Uh, well, you know what, Angel? I I'm convinced that you're an absolute expert, and probably your dad is too. But I think I think we gotta we gotta put this knowledge to the test, right, Caitlin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. We're gonna play a little game. Uh, a classic spin on name that tune called mm. stand that boy band and these are a little tough mm-hmm. but i wanted to rise to your level and so we'll be giving a point for the band and then a point for the specific song okay. if you know okay. it 
Uh, so let's hear track one. Okay. <laughs> uh, it, it, my first thought it was liquid dreams, but now I'm like, oh, no. If only it had been. No, <laughs> that is Aha uh-huh by B2K. Mm. Though you, I think you gave the biggest compliment possible to O Town, which is to say <laughs> that they have a sound that yeah someone could sound like. Like, oh, it seems influenced by O Town. Is you get Truly. a point for kindness. Yeah, <laughs> kindness point. Kindness point. All right, Angel. Um, I want to say like it sounded like O Town. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, heavily influenced by O Town. <laughs> yeah, I don't notice it at all. It didn't sound familiar at all. <gasps> wow! 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 It's wow. back for good. By take that, the mm. aka the Robbie Williams one. <laughs> yeah, I feel like those. Or it might be... They're, they're hard. I will tell the old, listeners like... that Angel <laughs> recently did a live show of ours where we also discussed boy bands, and I intentionally did none that we talked about this. So <laughs> it's, it's extra, extra hard, but I look, I think that's okay. Let's, let's yeah. hear the third one. Okay. okay. Which is the hardest. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like I I was like too young. You are. You are too young. (laughs) You are too young for this. This is not our generation's teen idols. Uh, The platters. I don't. (laughs) We love the world. I love a world where the only guesses are the platters or O Town, and we will be putting together that game. It is, and I also love these last two, Angel. Your absolute refusal to say the words that are in the chorus, because <laughs> that would be no, cheating. I, I mean, that would be cheating. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, it I could is, get points for the title. But cool I, it now by New Edition, aka mm. the Bobby Brown Group. <laughs> 
<laughs> I feel like yeah. Angel's hearing the the name New Edition for the first time. I, I didn't see any recognition in her face. <laughs> they were they were referencing New Kids Boy Band Anthem, so I feel yeah. that they. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I definitely was more like the late nineties. Oh no, they are, they are from the early eighties. They yeah. are not something. <laughs> They're not none a group of, that you would have listened to I don't to even as a team. know. None of <laughs> us were alive. Like, none of the three <laughs> of us were alive. When they were <laughs> but I like hits. this song. And I I also like the message of cool it now. <laughs> well, and I also think like, you know, New Kids on the Block brought up a great point with their boy band anthem that like, you got to know the history, right? You got you got to know who walked <laughs> right. so that our, our, our stands could, you know, run. And they love That's New true. Edition because they're they also a Boston group. Um, so, well, Angel, you know, zero for six, but also points for kindness, <laughs> points for the platter's first reference ever on the Weekend <laughs> podcast. And a point for a callback. I mean, say in O-Town twice. I think that is So, I think a solid three out of yeah. six yeah. is what you got, ultimately. <laughs> ultimately. You know, you may not have known the songs, but you're just charming as hell, so it'll get oh, you through. Okay. <laughs> I get you to fifty. Get you to fifty percent easy. Like fifty years old. <laughs> if you were fifty, you might know new edition. Yeah, <laughs> that would wow. be about right, actually. Awesome. Well, you know what? I think it's time to take a break and co- collect our thoughts, and you know, uh, turn back time a little bit so we can all go. Vi- I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Let's just take a break. I think you're doing great. <laughs> You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. All right, we are back. Angel has licked her chops. She's <laughs> she's recovered from maybe the hardest We Stand game of all time. Yeah. I'm sweating. It's not Wow. <laughs> She smells bad now. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna keep it obscure. This is this is, no. this is the POV that I am bringing today is obscurity. Um, because we saw that I'm well versed in a lot of the 
the major bands, but why talk about them? When <laughs> the band Blue exists. Oh, um, my God. And I think listeners of all ages and nationalities are saying, who is and what is? Um, so they were a short-lived boy band from the years 2000 to 2005. They were really... Th- th- their wave crashed sort of the last uh, of of the BSB mm-hmm. in sync, uh, n- you know, 98 degrees years. Um, they are a four-person boy band. Always an interesting choice. <laughs> I believe because I think it's you to me it's like okay you think you can just do it with four you better be good yeah (laughs) and you know they were medium um they are a Simon Cowell joint which I think is interesting so they, they are part of the brain that would bring us eventually one direction uh which I don't think it is is a band we're going to overly explore and I know you know We'll get to that, at, I think, in a later episode. Yeah. But it's interesting to know that they, they were touched. They had them. Midas touched them, but I'm not sure they were gold. Mm. Um, it, but apparently they're sort of off and on together. They're English, by the way. Uh, I feel like that's mm-hmm. important to know. Or? I feel like it's relevant <laughs> because... Yeah. I don't know. It's just relevant. They also are... Um, they have members of different races, which if you're looking at a boy band, you're like, this is, that's wild. Because uh, they, they are as segregated as Real Housewives cast. <laughs> Angel <laughs> brings up a good point, though. O-Town. O-Town pulled it off. Now you're being kind, Lauren. They they pulled it off. <laughs> I mean, they, they succeeded at existing. Uh, we all love Liquid Dreams. We all love Liquid Dreams. <laughs> No, they aren't the only one, but it is always noticeable. Yeah. Um, and we love it. And we should see it more. Yeah. Um, so it, I want to just focus on one of their songs because it's the only one I know. Okay. Uh, I heard this song in Thailand in a cab in the year 2009. And I said, uh, sir pull over we need to hear this song and he didn't speak english or, or want to pull over on a bangkok highway so that didn't happen but um the song has has stuck with me forever and the song is called all rise so let's hear some of it yeah yeah So that's 
just a bit of All Rise, the legal-themed love song by Blue. Oh, legal. Yes. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty <laughs> subtle, so you maybe didn't get it. I just, this song, it's somehow like, as much as I love boy bands, it's like the natural progression of a lot of the songs that take a metaphor mm-hmm. really far, and it's it's taken it too far. Yeah. It, because it also seems to be from the point of view of everyone in the courtroom. Like, mm-hmm. they take on whoever they need to be at that time. They're talking to your your honor, please, is the first real words. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would think that, like, they are on the stand, but it seems like actually a gal they're trying to prosecute. Um <laughs> And then all rise, they're they're bailiffs, I guess. (laughs) It's so creative. I can see why. (laughs) I mean, I'm. I just. I can't. I listen to the song, but I can't decide if I like it or I hate it. Well, I love it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm with Angel. I love it, and I. But I do have a question. Was it written? to be the theme song of a TV show that didn't get greenlit. This is sort of why I bring up that they're British. I okay. don't think so. <laughs> okay. Like, like I, I also... I bring up they're British because I feel like it was an international hit much. Mm. I don't think it was a particular mm. hit in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I would love that. If, if, if people know that there is some movie called All Rise that I missed, DM the hell out of me because I need to see this movie. <laughs> um, but no, it... It, it continues to go on. Um, I bring you into court to preach my order. And you know that you overstep the border. Uh-huh. Mm. The border, it just feels like maybe another thing. Like, I know that they probably didn't write this together, but it feels like the four of them were like, uh, borders are kind of a legal thing. And one of them was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Great, 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 great. No bad ideas. No bad ideas. <laughs> <laughs> And I just, all rise is like, I guess, in some ways, I think it hits the head on something where it's like, I guess you kind of inevitably are asking your fans and listeners to be the judge and jury of a failed relationship. We're asked to do that constantly in boy Mm -hmm. band songs. Uh, Maybe Mm -hmm. like most, like, you know, Cry Me a River is that, you know, he's basically laying out everything that went wrong and we are to judge. It's just, there's something that really tickles me about like, we're going to go through the whole apparatus of a courtroom scene. <laughs> I just, yeah. and then you think that the, the video doesn't have as much t- t- storytelling as you would think it's going to have. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go through this whole scenario. Like if this was a marquee American boy band, they would just have them all at different, parts of the courtroom but it's 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 just it's both so specific and so random i'm basically 11 years into a conundrum over this song (laughs) and the verdict is not in from me wow angel Angel, do you have it seems like angel's verdict is that she's all in for all rise yeah like it's so great it's just so creative maybe i'll i'll make them uh music video that's appropriate (gasps) that would help me a great deal that would that would give me some closure um so 
for fans of Blue, unfortunately, uh, on Wikipedia, I found out that in January 2019, it was reported that following financial difficulties, the band were to appear mm. in a series of television adverts for a boiler manufacturer. <laughs> so unfortunately, there's some shine off of the Blue name now that they are caping for a boiler manufacturer. That's got to suck to be like Simon Cowell, who's had quite a track record putting together yes. bangers to be the one he didn't get right. Must. Why? But it seems like I, they, there's, I, I, I've watched the music video. I've listened to them. I find it doesn't make sense that they didn't work. Like they're I hot. Yeah, I, I was just going to say they're hot guys. The yeah. Go ahead. Band name. Oh. Like that's not really Google, you know, like. I agree. I don't like the the name Blue. It's funny that they started in 2000 because Blue is like a really hard 1995 name to Mm. me. Mm -hmm. You know, Blue could be an R&B group from the early 90s and it would have worked. That's a name that would work there. But I agree for a boy band. It just doesn't. Wow. It's not active. Like you don't feel like you're going to be seeing like dancing yeah, and you couldn't call them the Blue Boy Group because then you would think it's Blue Man Group. And then um, you'd go and you'd be excited. Yeah. And then <laughs> you just have to change around your mentality. Yeah. Wow, you're well, right. I think, Angel, you're really right about something because there's something about the... You have, like, new kids on the block, Backstreet Boys. Those those are just telling us this is a group of men. Yeah. You have in sync, which is implying it. 98 Degrees, which I'm even going to say, it's it's plural. Um. Well, they're just blue, saying we're hot, you know, mm. and it's we are hot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like blue again. It could be almost a group that plays instruments, and that's There's not what we're here for. Four letters. Oh wow! Wait, is that four, is it four letter? Is blue because there's is it each their name? Like is no, one of them names named- are Anthony, Duncan, Lee, and Simon? <laughs> oh, I was really hoping one of them was named like uranium or something. Right, right. <laughs> you know, Bartholomew. Lucas, yeah, uranium. Yeah, no, their their acronym is listed uh, on Wikipedia would be ADLS, and I, I, I think I'm glad they didn't go with that. <laughs> they could be lads, though. They could have been lads. <sighs> Lauren Brickman, you just cracked the case. If they had been called lads, if they had been lads, lads, oh my gosh! But you know uh, that is sometimes where I think an English group should have an American manager. And an American group should have a British manager because we see it, you know, we yeah. see that, that that would be great. And they would be like, no, that's too much. And we're like, no, it's just, just enough. right. Mm-hmm. I hope, I, I hope I just validated one of them. I hope one, I hope blue somehow gets this episode. And one of the members who was like, we should be called the lads just got the validation. They've been looking for since I feel like it was Duncan. I, let's give it to Duncan. I, I, I like the name. Duncan. Well, thank yeah. you guys. You, yeah. you, this close reading really, uh, really helped me and huh. now we know that there's the song is great we've decided the song is great and that they should have been called lads and it, things would have been different wow. things would have been different if only we lived in a world with lads oh, <laughs> i love it so much <laughs> well i'm really excited because you know for listeners of the who have you know been with us on a journey you know typically we play two games an episode but when Angel agreed to come on the show, we decided we needed to scrap one of our games in lieu of 
celebrating Angel's writing. As she mentioned at the beginning of the show, you know, she has pontificated on the subject of boy bands for a long time. And um, having borne witness to the reading of her boy band inspired musings, I just wanted to give you, our listeners, the same uh, magical experience. You know, it's just, it's what true standum is all about. It comes from the heart and the head. So, Angel, you've, you've brought some writing today. Could you uh-huh. let our listeners know what exactly it is that you've brought to share with us today? Uh, so, this is, I have my diary. Um, and, I, yeah, I believe I started writing... Uh, when I was 13, so like a preteen wow. diary. Um, it has a woman. I, <gasps> <laughs> I didn't remember having seen the cover. Wow. On social. This is extraordinary, Angel. Yeah. Just to describe for the listeners, it's, it's a, an adult woman, uh, <laughs> on the hood of a car. Staring? Sen- sensually, but yeah. not, not explicitly sexual, but. She is wistfully staring up into the sky during golden hour. Wow. Yeah, why why did I I don't even know. I would have chosen why the exact I same one and I it's don't beautiful. Know why. You're just like, it's the nineties. Let's look at and cars I didn't from the fifties. Um my diary, I call it the spontaneous right now, out of the blue, thoughts, feelings, emotions book. <gasps> I wow. <laughs> feel like you were invented by the year 1995 <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit of context for our listeners so like how what was this this uh tomb for you right like it wasn't just a die like how when did you write in it why did you write in it spontaneously but obviously <laughs> Yeah, I think um, it looks like I first started writing it because I had a lot of story ideas. Okay. So I was like just listing cool. it. And then it kind of turned into like event um, depression. Kind of like mm. all my entries are about like complaining right. about everything. Um, my handwriting starts out neat and then it just like scrap because I'm like so angry yeah. as I'm writing or so sad as I'm writing. So it's like a lot of that. Um, and then I, I know like I also mentioned like how, like, why am I always writing so sad? Oh, well, and <laughs> like I noticed it. Yeah. Um, but one of the earlier, as you see, like it's the first few pages. Mm-hmm. Um, moments that I wrote is, uh, I also talk online a lot. Okay. Um, that's how, like, I first communicated to people and made friends. We're talking um, and AOL. how this relates. <laughs> yeah, AOL. <laughs> um, and how this relates to boy bands and Stan is that I, I guess I would, like, AOL search, uh, like, Nick Carter. Sure. Um, and then. AOL keyword like, Nick Carter, I, baby. Yeah, I'm like that's him. That has to be him. And then I would like chat with. <laughs> you thought you were chatting with Nick. I know I wasn't because there was definitely like a bunch of them, you know. Mm-hmm. And I and I would like chat with each and one of them and ask them questions and stuff. Um, but I think in my little head, my little sad head, I'm like one of them has to be, you know. You were hedging you know, your bets. Like, play you held out hope. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, I'll play along. And then I was like, I know he's not, but you know, maybe it's like one of those romantic rom com stories where we'll still like, wow, he'll still look like Nick Carter. You know? <laughs> wow, <laughs> you were just casting that net wide, trying to catch Nick Carter. 
yeah. to catch a carter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that experience of chatting with these uh, Nick possibilities inspired mm-hmm. some some early writings of yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, there's definitely there's like three entries. I'll hi- highlight two of them, and then I'll kind of read one of them. Amazing. Um, and I know, like I I am very detailed. I like I write um, that it's uh, November fourteenth, and um, I wrote the time is two twenty two p.m. <laughs> and I wrote that I was wearing uh, my Gap green <gasps> shirt, wow. track pants. Oh, wow. My hair was straight with two braids. <laughs> I'm like, wow. <laughs> like I want to picture how I'm writing it. I guess. Yes. So wow. Um. So on that date, apparently it's um. I just write like. Uh, so this, I guess this is the screen name of Nick Carter. Um. I wrote. Uh, so Taido says he's Nick. I believe him, and so this Goot, uh, which is Heather, another online friend that I don't know. <laughs> so Heather and I believe that uh, Taido is him. Um, and then I just keep going on like, I think, I don't know. And then I just kind of like going, I go on to how like, I don't have friends and it's so stressful. (laughs) Oh no, Angel. Uh, (laughs) And then I guess a few months later, January 15th, 9.16 p.m., um, I just finished watching Sabrina Teenage Witch. Sometimes I write, like, what I just <gasps> finished watching. Oh, wow. Um, oh, my God. I'm wearing gap green again. <laughs> um, I'm wearing black flex bells. I'm not sh- I think I'm wearing, like, black bell bottoms. Oh, wow. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I'll just read uh, the first line. I said, I say, <laughs> well, my BSB crazed. Uh I think they were on Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and that's why yeah, yeah. I remember when they get started. Um, and then I go, um, I just want to say, if he ever calls me, um, Carter, um, I should get ready uh, to talk uh, to him, you know, because oh, I guess at this, at like from November to January, we probably exchanged, or I, I gave him my number, you know, because if he gave me his number, I would probably call, but yeah. um, so he has my number. <laughs> Um, and so I wrote a script of how if he called me, this is what I would say. Okay, so just okay. to be clear, this is someone you've met on AOL Instant Messenger mm-hmm. who is or isn't, we don't know, Nick Carter. You've mm-hmm. given him your phone mm-hmm. number and then oh, this is your prep work. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I don't have a cell phone at that time, so it's like my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> your, your mom or dad might op- might answer the phone. Yeah, it was just like, oh, you. which if your dad your dad is going to a lot of concerts with you, he might have been super amped to answer the phone and find out it was Nick <laughs> yeah, Carter. Should have been huge for your dad. Wow. Um. So I'll pretend. I'll yeah. I'll just read this. Pretend um Nick just called me, and you okay. could just hear me talking. I guess. Yeah. Okay. I start off with. Really? Wow. You finally called. This is so great. I never thought this will happen. My God, this is this is great. So how are you? Where are you now? Really? Is it late over there? I mean, I don't want to bother you and all. And then I wrote in parentheses, I think this is getting stupid because I'm like, I'm like, why am I doing this? But I kept going. And then I wrote, well, there is like so much things I would want to talk to you about. You know, uh, you are like my idol. Really? I don't know what he responded, but it was like, really? <laughs> this 
<laughs> it's like a dream come true. And you know what? It'll be great if you can sing to me. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I mean, if I and then and then I just wrote I can't do it. I'll, I'll just say what's in my head when he calls because I got lazy and tired, I think. <laughs> um, so that was that entry. And then I wow. want to say... <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> the last entry, um, which was just a few days. It was, um, so the one I just read was January 15th. And now this is January 22nd. Okay. And the first line I say is, one thing I always will hate from this moment on his life. <laughs> oh, my oh my god, Angel! I, I like read it, and it seems like um, I talk about how uh, Nick is with Goot now, Heather. Oh <laughs> no! Because like, no! no! like, she told me she's like uh, Nick called me and he chose me, <laughs> and I was like, what? No. Um, and then, um, so yeah, I just, I uh, just hi. like rant about it. No. <laughs> and then, um, no. the last line I wrote is, um, okay, this, you, you'll find this really wow. interesting. I write, um, if I can just have the faith and talent and well money to get through this, um, maybe I'll could help someone uh, like me and maybe I'll rise to the top. Um, God, that would be the best. If only, and then I wrote, never change yourself or wish to be someone else, as Joey McIntyre had said in his solo song. <laughs> wow. Wow. We love it. We love it. Oh, so, wow. What a journey, right? Was, Heather, can you believe it? I mean, choosing Heather, that's <laughs> wild. First of all, Heather is the villain of the story. Second of all, Angel, have you ever thought about the fact that if it had been a thing, you would have probably been on Catfish? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I think both because during high school, mm -hmm. I would also say someone I'm not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, if I, yeah, I think during my desperate times when I'm not talking to Nick Carter, I would go on on chat rooms uh -huh. and I'll say, like, I'm 16, F, whatever. Yeah. And I'll, like, um, show, and they'll, they'll be like, pick, and I'll show them a picture of Jewel. <gasps> You were, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and it's like a casual picture of Jewel. So I would just be like, "Oh, I just look like her. This is me on my couch." But it is a picture of Jewel on her couch. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, yeah, I feel like that's common that people both get catfished and are catfishes. Yeah, they know the game. <laughs> yeah, there's something about the love of the game there. I think they get pulled in. I for sure. Uh, with my my friend Clinton, we uh set up a dating profile on the old website hotornot.com hmm. and used a photo of a kid that was in the class below us. I don't know how we got that photo because this was like honestly before digital cameras like were readily available. Mm -hmm. I think his mm -hmm. I don't know how it, I but yeah, but we would like be interacting surely with other teenagers who were also just doing the same thing. It, it was a very strange time of just like, oh, you can get online? Let's lie. <laughs> and people, you can't see anything. People still <laughs> lie online, obviously, but it was like mostly that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was weird because like, yeah, you don't use like your real name for your screen name or anything. You know, like right. now like our emails are, you know, our names because we're 
professional I, <laughs> If anyone out there is listening and you were pretending to be Nick Carter, I want you to come forward. I want to know who you were. And if you, Nick Carter, were listening to this and you were like, it was me, I also want you to come forward. I think we need some answers for Angel. Like, who is Angel talking to? Who was this person? Mm, I, I would- know. Uh, and really any of our listeners that have pretended to be a celeb online you can dm yeah. us we will interview you and give you immunity yeah <laughs> ethical immunity we would like to hear about the experience well, it was actually funny because um you know like i i also talked to justin timberlake oh wow <laughs> but, but um one of my friends that i made later in life she did say that she was just like she pretended to be Justin Timberlake because <gasps> she felt bad for the girls. <laughs> so she said she like pretended to be in and like helped like comfort them. Oh, <laughs> like she, she thought it was like a good thing that she's pretending to be him. That's kind of sweet. Uh, she like yeah. knew that there were these girls out there talking to like creepos, and instead of like playing into that, she's like, I'm gonna try to build up their, their self confidence yeah. on the back end. That's kind of yeah. sweet. Can I ask, <laughs> how did you meet Randos on AIM? Mm, um, I think so. I joined like a lot of um, like AOL newsletters, like Backstreet Boys newsletters. Gotcha, I'm pretty gotcha. sure there's like AOL groups, you know, like yeah, AOL okay. chat rooms. There all were that chat stuff. rooms. I definitely, yeah. I, I didn't do the boy band chat rooms, but I definitely ended up in a lot of like Buffy the Vampire Slayer chat rooms <laughs> for a moment. Okay, there was a moment and in then, time. Yeah, and then just like connecting, I guess, with certain people. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. I don't remember how I connected yeah, with I don't, Heather. Yeah, I just didn't use AIM in that way. But uh, <laughs> well, I, I would also it. like, like, because also too, if you ever ended up in like a fan forum with like a thread. If you mm-hmm. like, I remember sometimes exchanging after you've exchanged mm-hmm. posts, you would like be like, "What's your aim?" Like, yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah. Understood, and understood. Okay, yeah. back on it. Lots of risk involved in that. <laughs> yeah. There, now I just remember there was like, yeah, like kind of an email thread with all the fans, and they were just like asking regular questions. And then one of the questions was like, um, "Would you ever do a one night stand?" And me being like, I don't know, 12 or whatever, I did not know what that meant. Oh. <laughs> I thought that meant like you stay up all night. So oh. I was like, yes, of course. Oh, no. <laughs> and when I like found out what it was, I was like, oh, no, I'm so embarrassed. Of course I don't. <laughs> I just so told this entire email chain that I'm down for one night stand. Oh, my God. Oh. Wow. Angel, oh, you're so absolutely one of a kind. And yet, speak for a generation. Yeah. Angel, thank you so much for sharing my diary. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna take yeah. a quick break and and thumb through Angel's uh, diary for a few moments. We'll be right back. All right. Well, Angel, I think once again, just thank you so much for being so vulnerable and sharing that those beautiful spontaneous writings um, <laughs> yes. from your youth. Now. I, you know, both of you know a little bit about my opinions on this, uh, because I, I've talked about this in our live show, but I needed to go on the official record today with my personal feelings about who the gold standard, the true goat of boy bands are. Um, now, I, I appreciate that both of you have different opinions than I do. So I'm going to share my thoughts about who the greatest is, why they're the greatest, but then I'll be interested for your rebuttals. Absolutely. But um, it's a friendly academic space. My, Mm -hmm. my thesis today is that new kids on the block are the goat 
of boy bands. And Kate, if you can hit us with some music just to set the mood, I'd appreciate it. For anyone who doesn't remember or never knew, NKTOB, better known as New Kids on the Block, is an American boy band from Boston that consists of Broadway's Joey McIntyre, Danny Wood, Jonathan Knight, Donnie Wahlberg, and yes, unfortunately, Mark Wahlberg was briefly a member, but more importantly, the love of my life, Jordan, give it to you, Knight. I mean, this was a stacked deck. New Kids on the Block were active from 1984 to 1994. That's a decade. And get this, in 2007, they got back together and they are still together till this day, 2020. Now, I'm going to break it down for you all. I've got three key reasons, three main points about why I think they are truly the GOATs. All right, so I'm going to walk you through three points about why I think this boy band is the greatest. Point number one. NKTOB had their very own cartoon series. That's right. In the year 1990, New Kids on the Block, the animated series, ran on ABC. And reruns ran on Disney from 1991 to 1993. Um, This did confuse me. I didn't realize as a child that there was only one season. And I kept thinking (laughs) I was missing episodes uh, because it kept airing, but it was just reruns. Uh, But how badass for a young tween who's obsessed with a group to have a cartoon right like this i i personally don't know any other boy bands who have had like a full series cartoon i've seen like comic strips i've seen i've seen like cartoon expressions but i've never seen like a cartoon series of a boy band if there is one please let me know um but i've not encountered one in my years on this planet um backstreet boys was on author the PBS show, one episode. Okay, they were on one episode, but they yeah, didn't have their true. own series. That's I what I'm think. saying. Like, <laughs> I've seen other boy bands show up in other universes, but I haven't seen a boy band own their own cartoon universe. Mm-hmm. Are you about to bust my buzz? I I think. Well, it just depends on how you define. I think. Okay. I, I think the spirit of what you're saying is right, but Jackson Five did. <sighs> you're right. It's a slightly different but thing. Yes. It's a slightly different thing, but you're absolutely right. Okay. This, All right. I think, the, think the spirit of what you're saying is is correct. Yeah. It, it, the, I, I, will, I will buy into your Jackson 5. They did lay the groundwork. And in some ways, you know, and in a lot of ways, we have to give respect to the Jackson 5. Would we have New Kids on the Block without the Jackson 5? Absolutely not. We'd barely have anything. We would have nothing. We would have nothing. There'd be nothing worth living for without the Jackson 5. Like, they did a lot for us. I'm just saying, I don't, you know, they they started the work, but the new kids on the block continued it and perfected it. Because that one season is just like, it's a perfect season of cartoondom. Um, And it's important to note that they didn't actually voice their own characters. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) Which is one of my favorite That's cuckoo cray cray. It's insane. It's so insane. But they did make a really wild choice by hiring Broadway's Brian Stokes Mitchell to play oh my gosh character. yeah who was also on Fresh Prince at the time so yeah he's doing the early 90s work he was doing the work all right so even though they didn't voice their own cartoons they had a cartoon that makes them go to me now my next point is a more recent credit of theirs but they 
they had a reality show called mm-hmm. Rock This Boat. And Rock This Boat is a celebration of diehard New Kids on the Block fans. So basically the premise of Rock This Boat is that every year there's a New Kids on the Block fan cruise. Right. This is something a lot of, you know, this is not um, unique to them. Like there's Broadway themed cruises. Kesha had a cruise like, you know, pop culture cruises are a thing. But I don't know any boy band that would not only go on this cruise, but then shoot multiple seasons of a reality series about it. And they go all in. They are here for it. And they I think this is like at the heart. I should have probably made this point three because this is just really gets to the heart of why I love them. But they love their fandom, right? Like they're never like apologizing for the fact they were a boy band. Like they love that they were a boy band and they love the people that love them. Like they're on that cruise and they are like playing into it. They are there for it. They are standing the stands and I stand there standing. Um, my third and, and almost final point is that <laughs> my second favorite boy band of all time and I think, Angel, we agree on this, uh, is Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys are incredible. I love them. And New Kids on the Block are smart. They get how good Backstreet Boys are. And instead of having, like, a rivalry or trying to shut them down, like, they collaborate. They actually go on Mm -hmm. tours together. They work together. They amplify each other. They hold each other up. They celebrate each other. And I love that. I love that we're not trying to be better than another boy band that's, you know, clipping at our heels. We're embracing them. We're welcoming them in. And in fact, they're they they understand the kinship between their fan bases so well that Nick Carter and Jordan Knight actually tour as a duo. They tour as Nick and Knight, and I love that for them <laughs> and for me. That not only do my two favorite bands work together, but my two favorite members of each band work together. Um, one small digression: I do have a pitch for a TV show uh, <gasps> wow. to star Nick Carter and Jordan Knight. Um, the series would obviously be called nick at night and uh here's the log line just in case anyone's you know we have a long history of tv shows getting great and lit from people listening to this podcast so for all of the network uh you know decision makers out there here's a log line for you the 90s called and they want their <laughs> idols back jordan knight of nktob and nick carter bsb find themselves back in the 90s after a super fan gets the wish of a lifetime only this time they're teaming up it's being Erica meets Spice World, served up TNT style. <laughs> so that's my pitch. Um, I think it would be a really fun romp through time. Um, but, you know, back to the main point. The main point is that New Kids on the Block are the goats because truly they never acted too cool. Right. They never acted too cool. They were willing to do the cartoons even if they didn't voice the cartoons themselves they're willing to go on the cruise ship they're willing to reach across the aisle and collaborate with the other bands <laughs> the like, aisle. They're, just like <laughs> they're excited they think it's cool right like because even when they took the hiatus i never felt like it was because they you know they were like young men who needed to figure out how to be you know grown-ups and like they needed to stretch their wings but it, i never felt like it was because they no longer thought it was cool right like Marky Mark left because he didn't think it was cool. You know what I mean? He's a he's a deeply bad person. Yeah, of course he is. That goes without saying. But like he left the band because he didn't think it was cool. The rest of them, like, they stuck it out because they liked each other, they liked their music, they liked their fans. And I think, you know, we stand together is all about like celebrating things, right? And it's about like 
you know, Caitlin and I started this whole thing because we hate the sort of like ironic detachment out in the world and this idea that you have to like be embarrassed about liking something. And I just, I respect that New Kids on the Block have never seemed embarrassed that they're totally banned. And that's my conclusion. What do y'all think? I feel like, like they aren't my favorite, but I, I think it would be hard. I'd be hard pressed to say they aren't the GOAT. Mm-hmm. because of longevity and for all the reasons you mentioned as far as like the the different ways in which that they have played the boy band card mm-hmm. you know i think there's something to be recently for our book club we read the book the royals uh about the royal family in britain and i will say you know queen elizabeth is someone that has gone up and down in popularity but mm-hmm. she stayed in her damn lane she wasn't changing for nothing and she's very popular now and I think in KOTV, perhaps learned something from the Queen of England. And I think that they mm-hmm. they stayed in their lane. You know, they they when times it wasn't cool, times when it was. Yeah, yeah. And, th- and that's how you retain stands. And I, I respect it. And great concert. Oh, they throw a great show. They really do. Angel, do you have any you know thoughts or feedback on this? Are they the goat? Are they not the goat? What do you think? I yeah, I agree with what Caitlin said. Um, not my favorite. Also, like I guess I haven't heard their songs too much. Okay, um, I'm gonna send but... you a Spotify playlist. <laughs> <laughs> but like all their members, I've heard of individually, so that's always a cause for a good group. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's and, a good call. Like the name, you know, New Kids on the Block. I feel like they're always New Kids on the Block. I'm just so cute. Yeah. You know, I'm always about the group names, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, oh, I just wanted to say that I almost, I, I could have had one more credit at the top of this show because I was submitted to be a writer on Rock This Boat, but I did not get the job. See, I wasn't going to bring it up because you didn't actually book the job. And that's actually the meanest thing you've ever done to me is not booking that job. I agree. My resume should have been better. I, mm-hmm. I should have worked harder. I should have been smarter and I should have been funnier. <laughs> Wait, was it a, I thought it was a reality? It's a reality show, but if every reality show has a writer's, writer's room, come on, we all know <laughs> <You> this. Know, <laughs> it, I think it was probably one, one person. And I, I just, it's fine that I didn't get it. I just hope whoever did, uh, like, loved it and appreciated it. They must have because the show's really good. Like, it feels like someone who loves their job made it because it's great. It's good to know. I have to say it's that. It's good to know. Now, I do need to know, since I appreciate that you respect that they are goats, but who are, like, ultimately, what's your favorite boy band? Mine is in sync. Like, to me, No Strings Attached is a no-skip album, baby. I'm listening to the whole dang thing. Uh, We've gone over, so we don't need to retread my my complicated feelings towards JT. Um, But I I love them. Okay. Fair. Angel? Um, I'm sure you all know that my... Uh, one is uh, O-Town. <laughs> <laughs> um, although I mentioned that the show that, you know, the member of O-Town, Ashley Angel, I'm always like, if I marry him, Angel Angel will be Angel Angel. <laughs> so, but it is Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Um, they were my first love. Um, right. Like I felt like part of why I love boy bands is it it did help i think my teenage years where i felt yeah. lonely like i did feel like they were my friends you know like totally. i read all their bio like i know like their favorite color and oh. their favorite food <laughs> and it's like and you know like their what their signs like mm-hmm. the astrology signs and how we would met you know like <laughs> all of that they they so ironically I think that felt, 
did not show you the meaning of being lonely. They showed you the meaning of having friends. But I think you're absolutely right. I think like part of why we love boy bands is like about like when we're introduced to them and they're like part of us growing up and like figuring out like you can have feelings and like be attracted and like there's all these different complicated things but they are so tied to our adolescence but I do Mm -hmm. realize now too that NKTOB being my ultimate boy band it does support Caitlin's thesis that there's something off about my personal timeline I wasn't gonna bring it up I am just a I'm a I'm a I'm a breath too young for this to for you are and it's weird because even I would say I am and you are younger than me and the the listeners will see this on Instagram when we see a baby in new kids stuff. <laughs> but that's true. It's like I remember being like I was mm. a baby, but like I had their albums, and I was like my. I that's remember. So I remember going to the to the store and getting the cassettes, and I remember sitting on my mom's couch, like on my parents' couch with my little Walkman, Aww. and just like obsessing over Aww. them. So like oh. to me, by the time I met Backstreet Boys, they were like my second love. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I I will say vocally, I think probably Boys to Men is the best boy band of all time. Like just pure. They're talent. so talented. They're so. <laughs> they're on another level to me. Like it's hard for me to consider Boys to Men a boy band, though I know a lot yeah. of people do. But they're so next like, level. To down me. on bended knee and water runs dry are vocally insane. We digress. We could talk boy bands all day long, but we got to wrap this up. But Angel, if people do want to slide into your DMs and talk boy bands more, where can people find you? Where can, where can Nick Carter you? find you? Yeah, where can Nick Carter <laughs> find you? Um, my Twitter is at Angel Yao and my Instagram is at Yao Angel. I'll switch it up. <laughs> wow. And uh, angelyao.com is my website. Wow. And Yao Angel at something is my email. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. So just put some, <laughs> put those words in some order. You'll, you'll find her. And you'll find us at We Stand Social on the Twitter, on the Instagram, on Gmail. Um, let us know what topics you want us to dive into. Let us know what guests we should be trying to book um, other than in sync, which we're trying. We're trying to get them. Um, and also, if you know how I can get in touch with Jordan Knight, I'd really appreciate the... Uh, I would love to talk to Jordan Knight. Oh my That's god, I actually thing. just remembered I almost also wrote for a show with Joey Fatone. So god, my resume could have been so much better. I apologize <laughs> to the stands. You have let me down personally. Caitlin and I are going to fight about this off mic, but thanks so much for She's tuning so in. She's so mad at me. She's my momager. <laughs> I'm so pissed. I'm so pissed right now. Right. But I'm not pissed at Angel. I'm not pissed mm-hmm. at our amazing uh, More Banana Home. And, or you are listeners. You're, listeners, we love you. Uh, <laughs> love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. bye. <laughs>